Okay, guys, very welcome back to the show. And I'm joined today by former WWE wrestler Doug Basham on the show for his second appearance. And Doug, thanks a million for your time, man. Hey, thanks for having me back, man. Appreciate it. No problem. Look, I suppose we're here to talk about Netflix and all that kind of thing, but we kind of have to start off with we, we lost two, two, uh, two big characters in the in the wrestling world this week with Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt. I'm just wondering, have you any particular experiences you want to share about those two gentlemen? Um, unfortunately, I've never had the opportunity to uh, wrestle or work either either one of the two. Um, of course, Terry Funk, he was he was before my my era, my generation of wrestling. And then Bray was right behind me. And, uh, you know, just so I live in Louisville, Kentucky now. And it just so happened SmackDown was in Louisville, Kentucky this past Friday. And some of the guys at OVW were there um, in the locker room as extras and stuff. And they were just saying how, you know, somber the locker room was and how down and everybody was because, you know, he was a really, he was really well liked. He was a, yeah. a he was a good dude too, from what I hear. Really good dude. Yeah, and of course he was so young as well, which is the yeah. shocking part. You know. Yeah, thir- thirty six, I believe. Thirty six. Yeah. When I mean, what's going on with all this young kids dying? Yeah, heart attack, yeah. Or whatever it is. Yeah, a lot of a lot of sports Crazy. sports people involved in that. That's a that's a whole other story. We'll go down the rabbit hole a different day on that yeah. one. Yeah, we'll 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 leave that to, for another day. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Let's 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 talk about the show. Um, okay. Coming to, coming to Netflix, uh, wrestlers. There's a little image of it there. It came yeah. as a surprise. It came as a surprise to me because obviously this has been filmed and it's it's ready to go. So, how did this all come about? Man, um, well, one of the owners, uh, one of the new owners, wanted to who bought into the company with Al Snow, one of his, his partners, um, wanted to do some sort of a, a reality show type and wanted to bring in um, an outside filming crew to follow and film Ohio Valley Wrestling. And um, the BBC uh, network, I believe, a guy by the name of Greg Whitley, um, he's the director and producer of the, the show, The Wrestlers. He did, uh, he did Last Chance You. And he also, he did uh, Cheer. And the production on both of those series is just amazing. Um, this Greg is, a, is an amazing guy. I got to know him a little bit through three months of filming when they were here last year. Filmed, filmed and followed us for three months. We got to meet some of the other people, uh, some of his other co-workers and crew members, Chelsea, Zoe. I mean, there's just so many of these individuals that I got to meet and work with that are just, and they know their stuff, man. Um, so I kind of, sorry, I kind of went on a rant there, but uh, how did it all come about? Uh, one, one, of the, one of our owners uh, brought him in and uh, had a dream and a vision and wanted to make it, wanted to make it happen. And uh, we made it happen, man. And just from what you've seen in that trailer, alone that amazing it blew me away whenever i watched the trailer and that is not even the top of the tip of the ice iceberg whenever it comes to everything that's going to be shown um we're really excited about it and we can't wait till september 13th when it comes out so the rest of the world can uh be introduced to ovw ohio valley wrestling and to future stars of tomorrow and uh, (laughs) 
today's stars now, you know, so we're really excited about it. We're pumped. Yeah. And what did they kind of expect from you guys? Because obviously I know that you've been involved in TV production, whether it be on WWE and stuff like that. And you would have an understanding of how that kind of thing works. But was there a particular angle that they were coming from for this show? Well, it, it, it's it's not a reality show. It's a docu series, yeah. so it's it's a, a it's documented. So they wanted to catch everybody um, who who they really are and who they who they were both on camera whenever the lights are on and you know you're your character, and then yeah. when you were behind the scenes when you were you know you 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 were off you know the, you know you switch flip the switch when you're on and you flip it off when you're off. And uh, that's what they wanted to capture. They wanted to capture the realism behind um, all these kids. I call them kids because they're younger than me. Um, and I think the only one older than me is Al. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm one of the old men running around the Ohio Valley wrestling there. Um, but uh, so when you guys, when everybody watches this show, you're going to see these these kids and these owners and these uh fans just everybody they're being themselves and it's truly who they are so there was no other so there was no like um oh hey doug you know turn it up a little bit and no no it was none of that it was you know what you see was it was raw and uh what you see you're gonna see you're gonna see so many different personalities in this show and you're gonna see uh people who who and, and how they really are uh, you'll see some people that are narcissistic. You'll see some people who are just a kind-hearted. You're going to see some people who care more for other people than they do themselves. You're going to see people who who are selfish. You're going to see people who are self-centered. You're going to see people who are self-absorbed. You're going to see all kinds of stuff. You're going to see people crying. You're going to see people hurting. You're going to see people cheering. Um, and if you're going to see people mad, you're going to see people sad. You're going to see people happy. This uh, this docu series has a little bit of everything um, across the board, and you know I, I you know I don't want to get I, I haven't even seen it yet I don't know. Only thing I have seen is the trailer, like you guys have, except I was there during a lot of the filming, and uh, I'll I'll tell as much as I can, but I don't want to give away too much. You know, I'm, I yeah, want this to exactly. be like I want this 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 podcast to be like a trailer too, so people know what to expect, um, but. You know, it's 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 not uh, it's not a made up wrestling story show. It is an actual docu series of who these people, who these kids, uh, who these owners, who, who they really are. Yeah, did this coincide? Because I know you stepped back into the ring last year, seen a couple of matches listed. Did this coincide with that? With it the show? did. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, the we at OVW. Our WrestleMania is is called we call it the big one. So you know you have a, a year's worth of storylines of people are in storylines, and it all comes to a head. You know at, at the big one, and everything. So that was kind of the ending of going to be the ending of the the show too. Uh, I probably shouldn't say I'd say too much, but everything will be leading to the big one. And yeah. Al, because <laughs> um, and Al that son of a gun you know drug me into the ring and in in that you know me and al tag tag together and uh you know it was a dream come true for me because i i have always in my whole career i have always won the tag 
be, tag with with head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody thought I was going to say Al, no head. <laughs> I want to tag with head, <laughs> and I and I got to. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Here, here's here's a funny little comment here from Shane. I met him when he was over in IWW. He's talking about you stuck in a car between him and Vito driving to Waterford. There you go. And there's some memories for you there now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I remember yeah. uh, when I came over to, to Ireland or there and, and worked for Irish whip back in the day and um, met all those guys at Irish whip. And I mean, all those guys were young and hungry guys, just like the, the athletes that are in um, OVW, you know, and great, great group of guys over there worked hard, put on great shows everywhere. We went all over the, the island there, or all over Ireland, the island. And I ha had a had a lot of fun. Yeah, we over put, there. <clears throat> we've put a lot of guys over there because Seamus and Drew McIntyre were two of the biggest stars on this island for a long time. Yeah. We probably maybe even met oh, them oh, over yeah. here in your journeys. I have, I have. I've run into them a few times and stuff. And then Seamus, uh, just as I was finishing up with WWE, he was coming in and uh, he was in the developmental system there for a little bit. And, and when I was in Tampa, cause I used to live in Tampa, Florida and they moved the developmental system down to Tampa. So uh, good, good guy. I like him. He's enter entertaining and funny. And yeah. um, you know, Drew, Drew's he's, he's a good, he's a really good dude too. A uh, little more, a little more serious. <laughs> the Seamus seems like, but still all in all a good dude. Those Irish are a bit more chillaxed, we'll say. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ian wants to know, are you still in contact with Danny Basham? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We talk. We talk. Uh, me and Danny probably talk at least once a month, maybe once every three three weeks or so. We'll get on the phone and, and just see how each other are and how we're doing and just catch up. Just like, just, just like two buddies just calling and checking on one another, you know? We'll go back. We'll go back to the uh, to the show again, and mm -hmm. I just want to. When you're looking for for talent, what what are you looking for in people that are coming to OVW? And does it have to transcend into that entertainment side, even doing something like this as well, to put certain characters in place to make this show? You know, I'm asked that question a lot. You know, like Doug, Doug, what are you looking for in on OVW for mm -hmm. OVW? And the main thing, the, the one thing that I'm looking for <clears throat> is this thing called the it factor, seeing who has it, you know, because you're either born with it or, or, or not. Um, but it doesn't mean that you can't still go out there and, and work your, work your butt off and, and make it. Cause there's a lot of guys in the WWE, um, now and in the past that have had to work their butt off and scratch and claw for every ounce of tv time they get you know and then there's some who just have it and it comes real easy and you know who those people are when you see them so i, I do the same thing in ovw i look for that it factor in people and um i know at, at ovw we have the um, ovw wrestling academy now where it's like a it's it's a school um and it's just you're just not teaching wrestling you're teaching these kids everything uh from wrestling a to z from writing and production and agenting and refing and managing and wrestling and um, finances and you know the life after wrestling you know uh, what do you want to do and the history teaching the history of wrestling so you come in you, you know your sport um front ones backwards up and down 
So it's, it's really a well-rounded um, experience with the Ohio Valley, or the OVW Wrestling Academy. So it, when, when looking, if anybody out there is watching this podcast, you know, when you're looking to find a school or, or find a place to train, to learn wrestling, you know, um, I would always, always said, um, and, and not that nobody else out there knows what they're doing that has schools and stuff like that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, you know, when, it, when, when I was looking or if I was looking, I would want to go someplace that somebody had, had been there. You know what I mean? Because those, those people that had been there, that's where I want to go and that's what I want to do. And I want to be like, I would want to be like them. Plus, those people still have, you know, still probably have some good connections. So when, when I'm ready, they can make a phone call and uh, move a guy right up. But again, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that if you've never been a, to the WWE that you don't know what you're doing. No, I'm just saying that that's my preference, you know. And here in Ohio Valley Wrestling at OVW, you have two guys that have been there and done it and made a lot of money. And uh, one of the guys uh, made a bigger name than the other one. But still, you have Al Snow, you know, and then you have me, Doug Basham. Uh, they're teaching uh, at the school, um, going through tape reviews. Uh, OVW is also another uh, training facility that has a uh, weekly TV show going 20, I think we're entering, uh, coming up on 25 or 26 years of consecutive TV, of TV every week. I think the only other show that's been uh, a live show that's been aired longer is Monday Night Raw. That's incredible achievement. We, we, we've, we've, even, we've even beat out SmackDown. SmackDown, we at OBW, I was at the very first OBW TV taping. That's how old I am. But uh, <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. Uh, um, and I remember when SmackDown just, just started too. And we had already, I think we were a few months ahead of that. So number two, we're number two longest running uh, live wrestling TV show out there and it's 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 pretty awesome to be to be a part of that yeah it's pretty incredible and then what's the current situation in america like with independent wrestling because i know after COVID there was a massive hunger for people to come back out to shows and stuff like that has that tailed off or is the hunger still there uh no it, it's it's i think it's a hunger still there because um we at OVW, you know, we we run a weekly show, and we are building a hold about four hundred, about four hundred people, and on our big shows, every one once a month, uh, we'll run our big shows, and we sell out on those big shows every time, every ever, ever since the first of the year, actually, ever since the big one, when the uh, Netflix was here, um, we've been selling out those big shows every month. And that's a testament to all the guys out there working hard and, you know, uh, believing what, what Al is, is trying to do and being willing to listen and um, give us, you know, us, the OVW, the producers and agents, uh, what we're asking them to do <clears throat> and just trust us. And it, it's all working, man. It's to the, our show is, I'm a little biased, yeah, because I'm part of it and I'm proud of it. But our, our show is it's really good. We have a lot of storylines. They're not shotgunned. You know, they they take their time. They develop over over several months. It's wrestling like like I used to watch when I was when I was growing up. You know, on all the storylines, and, and it drew me in. And I'm so glad and proud to be a part of, you know, what part of Al Snow's OVW 
because I was there right at the very beginning uh, at OVW with Nightmare, my uncle, Nightmare Danny Davis, who was the founder of OVW. So it's good to have started there and then come back to give back. So it's kind of like I um, went in full circle, full circle and I'm, yeah. I'm loving, loving every minute of it. Yeah. What did you think of um, AEW in Wembley yesterday in front of over oh, 80,000 people? That is crazy, isn't it? I, 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 this, is, this is what I think right here. Good, mm. you know, good job, good job, good job. And yeah. Congratulations to him, you know. Because we, all of us wrestlers, uh, re either retired or still in it or want to do it or whatever, we love it because, you know, there's, there's more than one place to go now. And, 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 you know, there's got WWE, obviously, and AEW, obviously. And then you have, you have several of these other little smaller promotions that are, are starting to come into their own too, like, you know, OVW and NWA and ML, MLW and other, some even a little bit smaller promotions that have a rest of school with TV, like, like, uh, um, Booker, Booker T's out there in, over there in Texas. You know, he's got, a, he's got TV presence out there and, and he's got a school, and I love seeing all this stuff pop up because it just means there's more places for, for our guys to go and more places to, for people to cut their teeth and, and grow and learn how, to, learn how to do this if they want to do this for a living. Yeah. And how can fans catch OVW then? Are you, still, are you guys still going through Fight TV on a weekly basis? Yeah. Um, obviously, locally, um, we're on a lot of our local channels in the state of Kentucky. And then, but for those who can't, who not, don't live around Louisville, Kentucky, you can catch OVW on the Fight TV network or the Fight TV app um, yeah. every every Thursday night. Um, of course, in East, it's Eastern time in, in, in the U.S., which is uh, East Coast, New York time, 7 to 9. And it's a, it's a live show. It, and it's when it starts, it's it's stressful. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's stressful when so when they really when imagine. They, oh man, until it's over, then you know, you know my your butthole's puckered and you're all tense. And then when it's over, it's like, oh, okay, Relief. we got we did it, we did it. And hoping that you know nothing goes wrong. Um, which you know in, in this in the in the Netflix series, you'll see all the aggravations. You you'll see. Uh, some of the issues that we had to deal with and uh, not deal with some of the issues that happened that we have to overcome. And during the live, during a live show, stuff happens. You gotta, you gotta be able to fix stuff like that. And Al does a wonderful job. He's a, he's a, he's an, a great leader. Uh, does a wonderful job uh, fixing things. He's a quick thinker. And we have, he's got a pretty good crew also, you know, um, that, that helps him that's pretty dedicated and um, they, they love being there as well. Everyone from the people in the concession stand selling concessions all the way to the people up there flipping the switches and holding the camera. I mean, everybody, we've got a really good crew. Yeah. What kind of, what kind of results are you hoping to get out of this show for OVW getting forward? Is it in terms of like maybe more exposure, bigger audiences, maybe room to expand and travel a bit more? I think so. Uh, maybe I, I think what some of the um, owners are wanting—they're wanting a national TV deal. I think is to expand and grow and uh, broaden our horizons. Um, obviously, you know, sponsors—that's that's a big one because you know if you need money to takes money to make money. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, and then you know, just bigger, more exposure for some of our guys so they can maybe get uh, 
maybe they can get seen and exposed to go overseas or, you know, maybe even move up to AEW or move up to NXT, WWE, you know, get, get contracts. But I, I would love to, for OVW to get some sort of a national uh, TV contract deal so we can put these kids um, on a contract ourselves and pay them to do this for a living so they don't have to, you know, wait tables on the weekend and, and wrestle through the week or go sure. bouncing at bouncing at the bars on the weekend or at night. And, you know, cause everybody's, you know, fake it until you make it kind of, kind of thing. I used to always say, cause whenever I was cutting my teeth, you know, I was you know working odds and end jobs and then you know, wrestling whenever I could and, and learning and always, you know, trying to be in the ring at least four or five times a week. So it'd be nice to be able to have enough uh, capital, enough money, uh, to put these guys in a contract and, and, you know, lock, I don't say lock them down, but, you know, be able Keep to, they can just, yes. So this is all they have to do and they can really concentrate and, and give a hundred, hundred percent. Do you know how many episodes that this is going to be? And do you know how long the episodes are going to be? Or are you aware of it? On, on I do. Things? Okay. <laughs> do you, would you like to share? Are you allowed to share? Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so just watch you you will not be uh, you'll, you'll be you'll be happy for hours on end and uh okay okay so i'll put it a different way will all the episodes be released at the same time yeah you know i i think so uh, i'm not 100 percent sure on that but i, th I think they are, are going to be released all um at, at once so you don't have to wait yeah. you don't have to wait week after week after week for the next one chris ward wants to know why did wwe scrap your first entrance music it was killer <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. They just do, tried something different when they put me and Danny together. Then they they put Shaniqua with us, so they gave us something different. So it wasn't you know just us two. It was the three of us. I think that's kind of what that was. You know, I like the one uh, the one entrance music. I think it was called Toe Jam. I think was the name of it. It was. I think that's the one he was. They're, they're talking about that. That one was boss. I like that one. If you're if you're still watching, Chris, let me know uh, what you're talking about. Is Danny Basham still wrestling? Nope, he is nope. retired. Danny, um, when when Danny when we were finished with TNA, Danny just hung up his boots and said he was done. That was twenty man, that was a long time ago. Whoa, and then yeah. he went he went back to school, got his master's degree, and now Danny is a teacher now, and he teaches autistic children. Very nice. Absolutely yes. massive change of direction, isn't it? But fair play yeah. to Yeah, yes. And, you know, Danny's one of those guys that's got a, a huge heart, too, man. He's a wonderful, wonderful individual. And I was so blessed and lucky to be able to travel up and down the road with a guy. But such a good guy like him, you know. He's, yeah. we're, he's a really good friend, man. Someone wondering, why don't you do meet and greets? Do you do the convention world? It's coming. Okay. <laughs> it's coming. After, after September 13th, my whole world changes. Okay. What state does he teach, does he teach at? Uh, in, Indiana. Indiana. Okay. Yeah, so this is kind of... I said, like, this is going to be great for you as well, like catapulting yourself yeah. back into, you know, the, into the spotlight as well, you know? Yeah, because, you know, I've been off TV and there's that saying, out of sight, out of mind, you know what I mean? Yeah. So this right here will uh, bring me back into the spotlight. And I have a lot of, um, I have a lot of, a lot of ideas. I have a lot of things that I want to do, want to accomplish. Do I want to get back in the ring and wrestle? No, not really. 
not really. I'm, I'm, I'm too beat up. You know, I'm 51 years old now. I mean, I will, I will, you know, if the price is right, of course. Right. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> of course, you know, and I like to think that, uh, I'm probably in the best shape I've ever been in my life right now at 51. And I can't believe, you know, and I owe, you know, all these kids wanting to be in shape and, and, and just want to get back into wrestling. And if I have to take my shirt off, I don't want to, you know, be a, a fat pal guy, you know, yeah, embarrassed. So, and I can just say that I'm, I'm not embarrassed at all. And I, I, I say this to all the guys in the locker room. I go, why am I at 51? The, one of the best looking bodies in here. What's what's wrong with you guys? You want to do this for a living? You got to be in shape. You know, I just, but I do it just to, you know, grind their gears a little bit to motivate them. And that's the one of the reasons why I went to try and get as in good a shape as I could to uh, lead by example. You know, if, if I'm 51 and I can do this, you're 21. You, you can definitely do it. Yeah. So obviously then your body is in pretty good condition. Yeah. While I'm, the years of wrestling. What do you put that I'm, down to? What's that? What do you put that down to? Because not a lot of guys, like if after spending so long in the business, would still be able to go, and their bodies, like, you know, would been would have been true a lot. Yours well, has I mean, it's 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 aesthetically, it looks. It, I look like I'm in pretty good shape, but if you peel the onion back and you look inside, I'm pretty broken down. <laughs> you know, I got a I got a bad hip, um, and I'm probably. You know, I was I was looking to retire from the in-ring performance, probably you know this year or next year sometime, and get a hip replacement because it it needs it. And you know, because I'm I'm constantly I'm constantly in pain. It's either like a one or a two some days. Other days it's like a nine or a ten. And then uh, so I I gotta get that thing fixed. So you know, and once I get that hardware in my body, I can't be taking doing doing crazy stuff in wrestling. So. Someone is saying, I would be great to meet you at Philadelphia WrestleMania weekend at some capacity. I reckon that could happen. It could be a lot could. of people there. there is, we, we don't know when, when this, what, we don't know where this Netflix show is going to take us. You know, we're, we're, we're still, it's up and we don't, we don't know either. So who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? I just know that um, since the trailer has come out, that I've been getting contacted by a lot of people and I, I am on purpose haven't done any po podcast before this thing come out and you're actually the first one that i've done and Appreciate um yeah, you're very welcome thanks for having me no and problem. but once once it, once this thing hits that's when you know now the trailer now we go out there and try and talk up the show and try and get uh people uh excited about watching it and without giving away too many details yeah, you don't want to give away any any spoilers, as it were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No spoilers. I want uh, to trust me, but I, <laughs> I want to tell you guys everything. But I don't know everything because I haven't seen it. I, I haven't seen it. I've only seen the trailer. So you'll probably see it when we do. As, as a matter of fact, that is exactly when we'll see it when it comes out on September thirteenth. And trust me, I'll be right there in front of the TV, watching every episode, however many they are. On September thirteenth, will that be will that be released over here on September thirteenth as well, or is that just going to be in America? I'm not for sure on that one. That's a good question. But I'm I'm assuming I'm assuming it's going to be released September thirteenth everywhere. Okay. And I'm looking. I'm hoping we've kind of got a running bet at OVW about how many views that the the show will get. 
And I said, uh, I think I, I think I lowballed myself. I said, uh, at least, at least 50, 55 million views. That's what I'm going for. But I, yeah. I think that's lowballed because I've, I've heard some people say 70, 75, 80, you know, I'm, and how many people have how many people have Netflix? Like hundreds of millions of people showing oh this book. Everybody, just about everybody, and yeah. everybody, you know. And hopefully, if they don't have Netflix when this show comes out, this will help make them buy it for at least a month so they can watch it. Yeah, <laughs> get yeah, a month, exactly. get a month subscription. <laughs> uh, whatever happened to your manager? Do you still talk to her? I assume, and he's talking about Shaniqua. What does Shaniqua. she do? These days? Linda Miles, um, I think she's a. Um, I actually saw that Cincinnati. She lives in Cincinnati, Ohio, and there's a like a an article on her, a news, the local news over there, um, and she's like a referee for basketball because she was a she was a standout um, basketball player. I think for Rutgers, very yeah. athletic, and uh, she could hoop. And as far as I know, I I, I thought. And because I haven't have kind of lost contact with her, I've reached out to her on Facebook. But I think she she's just kind of done with wrestling too, and just kind of when she. Some people say when they're done, they're done with everybody, everything, you know. And that could have been what um, she has done because I haven't talked to her. She had, I've reached out to her once and haven't got a response. So, but as far as uh, she goes, I. I I think the last I heard, maybe she was a police officer in Cincinnati, but also repping. But I don't know that 100% for sure. Okay. Okay. Um, we've about 10 minutes left. So if anyone wants to put in any questions, they can. Um, one I wanted to ask you about was you and Danny worked a lot, a lot of matches. Um, <laughs> between 2005, 2006 with uh, Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio and you guys had a lot of good matches like what was it like working with those two guys for such a long run whether it be oh, on TV man. and house shows you you talk about going to school and and learning from the best uh with Eddie and and Ray Ray uh it, it was a, it was a night off it was so easy um and when you when you're in there with those two guys they're not only just working with you they're teaching you and I, I thought I was, whenever I got moved up from the developmental, it took me, it took me about eight years to get a developmental contract and then another year or so to get moved up to the active roster. So I thought, well, I've got eight years experience. I'm, I'm pretty good. And I, I thought I was pretty good. And, uh, boy, did I find out what I did not know when I moved up there and started working with those guys. They were a whole nother kind of awesome you know what I mean? And it was a learning experience. Now I'm just blessed that they took me under the wing and was, you know, uh, wanted to help me, help me learn because in wrestling, you know, it, it takes, takes more than one person. You can't do it. You can't do it all yourself. You know, it takes three of you so, or, or five of you, depending on how many people are in there and everybody wants a dance partner. So, and Eddie helped, helped groom me, um, and become the performer, I guess, if you want to say called performer, the, the wrestler that I was. Yeah. Do you have any memories, speaking of Eddie, of that night him and Chris Benoit won the, the titles because you were wrestling at WrestleMania 20 as well? Do you have any uh, memories of what the vibes were like backstage that night with the two guys and having the oh, moments? Yeah. It, it, was, it, was emotion, it was emotional because, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, no matter what you want to think about wrestling, everybody wants to be a champion. Everybody wants to have that 
you know, have that uh, title, have put that on the re- resume, and then to have two best friends come over from another organization and then move to the top of the uh, the, the organization they were in was just a it was just a really emotional and, and you know it's like when I like with Danny, I told Danny I'll tell everybody you know I, I had three goals whenever I got into wrestling. One, you know, I wanted to work for Vince McMahon. That's one I wanted to work. I wanted to be in the WWE. Two, I wanted to be a champion of some sort. Did not matter. And then three, I wanted to be in a WrestleMania. <laughs> check, check, check. I got all yeah. those. So, you know, those are the those are kind of some of the goals that you would have when you get into this. And um, and when you accomplish them, you know, you, you get emotional and when uh, you're happy, you know, you're you're happy, you're sad, you're hurting, you're you're feeling good all at the same time. And um, it feels good to be able to check those things off your bucket list. Yeah, that WrestleMania 20 was like obviously massively memorable. But the one thing that I, the one thing that I remember from it is the the Goldberg and Brock thing. You know, the oh. both guys, both guys were leaving. They, tr- <laughs> they threw poor old Steve Austin into the middle of it, and yeah. things went bad. Did you? What was it like uh, being around those guys after all Ooh. that happened? Um. Let's see if I can remember correctly. Uh, I don't think the match was one of the was it was a you know five star match if I can remember correctly. Yes. Um, you know everybody, you're in the biggest stage in our uh, in our, our our industry. You're you're on you're on the biggest stage there. You obviously want to have the best match of the night, and I think both of them were maybe a little fr- frustrated that you know things happened the way they happened. Because we're all perfectionists, and we all want to be the want to be the best and do the best. And when something slips up or something happens, it just really aggravates the, you know can really aggravate you. But we're all professionals, and we move on. Yeah, I think I think both guys' contracts were expiring, and pe- the people knew about it uh, because yeah. you know, like these days as well with wrestling, I think people maybe know more than they should. You know, would you agree with that? Yeah, the internet killed wrestling. <laughs> yeah, just like uh, MTV killed the. Uh, uh, let's see what it, how did that song go? Re- yeah. Video killed the radio star, star. or something yeah. like that. Same thing the internet did with wrestling. You know, yeah, killed it. I'm seeing like I'm seeing like last night. People know that CM Punk and Jungle Boy had some altercation backstage, and like, yeah. why do people know this stuff? But, but then again, I don't know mightn't be true at all yeah it, it could create buzz you never know you know what i mean uh sometimes uh yeah i, I said this when when our when our show comes out in um netflix you know i'm ready for all all kinds of comments and you know there's going to be positive comments there's going to be negative comments and the way i look at it and i'm telling everybody hey whether it's good or bad they're talking <laughs> you know yeah. so I hope all the comments are good and I hope people enjoy it, but you know, there's probably going to be some that, you know, people, you know, everybody has an opinion and everybody's free to express it, you know, so it's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing um, how people take the show, welcome the show and and talk about the show, whether it be, whether good or bad. TV shows, they're always going to come from angles with things. And I, I hope they don't make you and I look like Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin. Funny you say that. <laughs> oh, really? Funny you say that. Um, just watch the show. Just watch the show. 
Uh, okay. there, there, are, there are definitely some characters on there. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> so I may have just worked myself into something there that I have no clue I'm saying. Uh, you, you open yeah. a can of worms, so, yeah. but I, I, I can't talk oh, about oh. it. We can talk. We can. What we do when when the show has aired, we can come back on and talk about the show. Absolutely, that I'd be more glad do. to do that. And yeah. I, yeah. you can ask more questions. I, than I can give. Yeah, I can give I, a little I, more detail. Yeah, I understand the situation you're in. It's cool. Uh, were you yeah. there for the Kurt Angle and Daniel Pewter? I was. I, I was. Yeah. Yep, I was there. What that was, was the vibe uh, like backstage? He says. Uh, I think if I'm not a hundred percent sure. So if I'm not a hundred percent sure, I'm not going to, you know, say anything, but you know, Kurt, Kurt, um, had a pinched nerve in, in his, in his, he had a, a neck, he had to have neck surgery and his, I mean, it was his left arm. He only had about 30% or 40% strength in that arm because Kurt Angle is a gold medalist. Yes, a real wrestler. He's the best in the world at wrestling. So no amateur UFC guy or whatever is going to take him down if he's 100%. Not at all. Um, And that's that. That's the only only reason. That's the only reason Daniel Pewter got him and got him key locked because he didn't have the strength to move. And he locked it in. So... There's that. That is the truth. Mm-hmm. And we discussed your tough enough experiences with the flag on the last podcast. If people want to check that out. Oh yeah, that now that was real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My job was on the line. I had to stop. Me and Danny couldn't let anybody get past that flag. So I definitely go back and listen to all that because that was some good stuff. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a good few uh, news articles came out of that because oh yeah, pretty much like. But that's but that's the way it was. He was. Do you think obviously the pewter thing though led to things like that happening because Vince didn't want the guys to be you guys to be showing up in any way, you know? Yeah, that you know because uh, what happened, you know, with which said the Big Show was slamming the kids and they were getting up, you know, and he was, I think he was supposed to slam them through the through the ring, you know, and Big Show's got a big heart, you know, he's he's a super nice guy, but and then you know Kurt was supposed to just wrap them up. And then, you know, it's, it's live TV, you know, stuff happens. And then, uh, you know, if the kids would have got past me and Danny, you know, they probably would have, uh, I found out that, you know, they had Bob Holly and um, Charlie Haas waiting in the wings to come out and redo everything if they got past us because um, Vince was, didn't want any more of his stars getting embarrassed, you know. I would imagine that Bob Holly wouldn't have been too gentle with those, with those guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> those those kids are lucky they didn't get the flag. <laughs> Charlie Haas, he's he's he was a rough house too now. Yeah, yeah, I think he's back in the ring now as well. So fair play to him as well. Yeah. I'm gonna take only one more question and then we're just gonna wrap up. Um, what was the reaction like when Brock suplexed the Big Show and the ring broke? Did you know beforehand? <laughs> simple yes he did know um okay, no man it was so... real it was real wrestling is real <laughs> it's real entertaining but this is going to be real entertaining wrestlers mm-hmm. september 13th netflix i'll let you have the final say on it what people can expect uh man i'm super excited and stoked not just me but everybody involved 
at OBW. We're really proud of this. I know Greg, we, uh, I think it's Whiteley, is his, Latin, is his name. He's really proud of this. Everybody at Netflix is proud of it. And I, I'm hoping that everybody watches it and enjoys it and you uh, maybe uh, become fans of Ohio Valley Wrestling and start catching us on the Fight TV network. And um, maybe you guys become fans of uh, some, of these, some of these new kids and maybe become a fan of mine. And then you guys can go to my website, which is almost done. You can buy all my T-shirts. <laughs> okay, so when your so when your website is done, you can send it over. I'll pop it underneath this video as well. Absolutely, I think it'll be you know the the the, the Doug ba Dougbasham dot com is what it'll be, and uh, I'll be selling all kind of merch on there and giving some you know uh, up updates and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. It looks pretty good. It's almost done. You know, if the show is out worldwide on September 13th, I get to see it before you. Yeah, you know, that is correct. That is rad. correct. <laughs> well, maybe it'll come out the 14th. For you guys. <laughs> possibly, possibly. I, I don't know, Look, man. I wish you nothing but success anyway, man. And I'm looking forward Thank to seeing you. everything. We'll, we'll talk maybe at the end of September when things yeah. die down a little bit, because I know you're going to be busy now. And we'll, uh, we'll talk about uh, the show. I look forward to it, my friend. Thank you so much. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Yeah, thanks very much.